Welcome to the first episode of Expert Sleep Tips. I'm your host Naman along with Nathan. Hey everyone, we're back with our mission to help you sleep better every day. So, what's on for today, Naman? You know, Nathan, we keep reading about how blue light from our phones and other electronic devices affects our sleep. Yeah, I do keep reading a lot about that. Even my doctor mentions it. So, what have you found out? Well, to start off with, it's disrupting our circadian rhythm. For all our listeners who don't know about circadian rhythm, let me explain. Circadian rhythm is the biological clock responsible for every function in our body. It does that by releasing chemicals and hormones in the body throughout the day. If you have ever had jet lag, then you know your circadian rhythm was well out of rhythm. Now the invention of electrical lighting occurred before an understanding of circadian biology. So little concern was given for how exposure to unnatural light schedules may affect human mental and physical health. Guys, we spend a third of our lives either sleeping or trying to get to sleep. But in the world of 24/7 living in artificial light, our sleep is increasingly under threat. And it's especially the blue wavelength of the light that boosts our attention. Now, before it becomes too technical, let's see what all sources of light we are talking about. So this could be a lamp in your room, it could be your laptop or your phone. All of them emit this blue light. The blue light emitted from it basically tells your body not to make melatonin, a hormone that induces sleep. The proliferation of electronics with screens as well as energy efficient lighting is increasing our exposure to blue wavelengths especially after sundown. Now before we move forward let's listen to what Dr. Katharina has to say about this problem. Light has a profound effect on us on our bi- biology on our behavior on our timing system. So when we talk about the circadian system this means actually a number of clocks dotted all across our body. So every cell has its own clock, its own clockwork, every organ. But we have a master clock, and that master clock sits up in the brain, in the SCN. And this master clock works very much like a conductor in, in an orchestra, setting the timing and the rhythm for every other clock in the body, every other organ. Now, our body clock has a rhythm that is typically a little bit longer than 24 hours. And without any time cue, it will, what we call, free run and run according to this rhythm, as I said, which is typically a bit longer than 24 hours. But for our clock to be useful, it needs to be entrained or kept in sync with the outside world so that we do the right behavior at the right time or that internally the right resources are provided so that we can do the right thing at the right time. And the way that our clock knows whether it's day or night outside is through light. Um, And this is light perceived by the eyes through a special photoreceptor, a special photopigment called melanopsin. And this signal is then passed on to the clock. And so when there is light, basically the clock knows, okay, it's daytime. It then conveys this message to the rest of the body. And then the rest of the body knows what to do or not to do. And equally, when it gets dark, the clock then registered this and provides a nighttime message. And that's where melatonin comes in. Melatonin is sort of the hormone of the darkness that lets the rest of the body know it is nighttime. And then again, the body knows what to do in order to prepare for nighttime. Now, as I said, light is, is here the, the important bit. Um, and blue light, as we found, is the strongest um, wavelength within the entire spectrum or that has the carries the strongest message for our clock. 
Now, most of the LED, oh, sorry, all of the LED screens that, that we're using have, have a lot of blue light in it. So if we expose ourselves to a lot of light, in particular blue light in the evening, we continue to tell our body, or sorry, our body clock, that it is daytime. And that can have repercussions for our health, for our well-being, and predominantly for our sleep, because it pushes back our sleep time, our bedtime. Um, but unfortunately, most of us, we wake up with an alarm clock, which is very much fixed, at least during the week, let's just say 6.30 or 7 o'clock, and that restricts our sleep. Hmm. So we guess by now you understand how blue light is affecting our circadian rhythm and sleep. Let's see what we can do about it. We won't advocate that you return to the pre-Netflix, Twitter or Tinder era. We need to work with technologies to thrive. It's very difficult to live without these technologies, as there are few jobs that don't rely on computers and phones. On top of that, your phone and social media have become the way you connect with the world. But when they become constant sources of intrusion, that's where you get a problem. And we know that in this age, you can't stop looking at bright screens two to three hours before bed. I mean, that's, that's just not practical. But smartphones are equipped with a so-called night mode these days that limit the negative effects of bedside smartphone use. These are merely filtering out blue light, which suppresses the secretion of melatonin, the hormone that regulates sleep cycles. Yeah, that's really helpful, but a word of caution here. You know, night modes cannot limit the negative effects that smartphones and their steady stream of stimulation have on your ability to unwind and fall asleep. Collaboration tools like Slack and the Microsoft Suite are equipped with a dark mode these days. They put less strain on your eyes compared to the white background. Also, we don't recommend using the night mode during the daytime, as it's difficult to read on the dark mode when it's bright and sunny outside. Here's a fun fact. You know why the dashboards of our cars are blue? Yep, you guessed it. To keep us alert and awake. So Nathan, why don't you introduce the product that we would talk about in this episode? It's the Blue Block glasses made by Toronto-based company, Somnitude. These glasses reduce your exposure to the blue light after dusk so that it does not affect your sleep. The lenses on the glasses prevent the blue light from reaching your retina. I just put them on when I'm working on my laptop during late evening. But wait, you wear specs. How do you wear these glasses? Well, they have been thoughtful about it and have made fitovers, which can be worn over your prescription glasses. I'm glad someone thought about it. And these glasses come with a 30-night trial. So if you don't like them, just put them in the box and ship them back, and you'll be refunded. Isn't that awesome? And as they rightly mention on their website, this is just one of the things that can help you sleep better, but surely an important one. The link to their website is in our podcast description. Be sure to check them out, guys. And that brings us to the end of our first episode. We hope you liked this one. We would love to get your feedback on this so that we can incorporate that in our future episode. You can write to us at info at hammock.com. If you found some innovative ways to reduce the exposure to blue light, please do share with us so that we can make it a part of our future episodes. We'll be back next week with a fresh new topic and some simple tips. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our channel. Until then, sleep tight everyone.